Hey, we are here live Whoa. backstage, Wango Tango. A uh, big thank you to Sugar Bear Hair, because without them, this would not be possible. Mm. They made it possible for us to be recording our Help I Suck at Dating live from this concert venue, which is pretty exciting. The Jonas Brothers are performing. Taylor Swift is performing. Dean is performing. He just doesn't know it yet. He's going to go up on stage. More importantly than any of that, there's Sugar Bear Hair an arm's length away from us at all times, and it is awesome. You guys know that I've been growing my hair out for a while. Actually, your hair is getting pretty long it's as well. It's getting pretty long. I'm in the in-between awkward stage of where it, it's you know not really... long enough, right? so I either get a haircut or mm -hmm. I just continue going with That's it. That's where I am. I feel like the awkward stage lasts from three months to 15 months. Mm -hmm. It's like the, the, it's, the range is so long. But thankfully, Sugar Bear hair allows us to grow some beautiful locks. And I was going to say earlier, I've been taking sugar bear hair for the I've been growing my hair for at this point, like eight or nine months. I'm still in that awkward stage, as you were saying, but I don't think you are. Well, I, I think the awkward stage is starting to fade away. You were. I look back at pictures of us from promoting the podcast probably like two months ago. Yeah. You were in the awkward stage then. <laughs> well, and even, I just didn't know it. You even made a comment the other day. You were like, Dina, I don't think I've seen you not wear a beanie for like seven or eight months and i'm like yeah it's, well, i'm still kind of in that awkward stage you know what i mean like it looks decent and it's blown out the yeah, bottom it looks here. like a mullet a little bit right now I know, which i kind of like yeah. oh i dig it i like i love flow I that's like, like my biggest thing when especially wearing a beanie with the hair yeah. flowing out the back makes you think of like well tom brady 2006 or whatever the heck 2010 oh get it right gosh, man oh, oh he was gosh. i showed ashley a picture of tom brady from 2010 earlier today yeah. actually like you because <laughs> We were talking about the awkward phase and hair, and I said, oh, what, what? He has a best buddies thing that he was at. We saw pictures at him, and she says, oh, he looks his best right now. And I was like, he does not. And I showed her a picture from 2010. We had the hair flow, and I was like, this was Tom Brady's. I appreciate that you're Moving comfortable forward. enough with yourself to give a man credit for his best-looking phase of his life. Dean, how many times a day do I tell you how good-looking you are? I'm saying I'm, I appreciate that you're not comfortable <laughs> yeah, with yourself. I'm very comfortable. You know? You're very comfortable as well. I, I like that there's no toxic masculinity on this podcast. No. Oh, none at all. Honestly, Vanessa is probably the most masculine out of all of us. <laughs> yeah. And that's a, you know, it's a compliment to her. She could definitely – I think Vanessa could easily beat us up. Yeah. Probably at the same time. Yeah. I bet you she could squat more than me. She's got some powerful thighs, legs. Yeah. And again, I mean that respectfully too. Yeah, yeah. I'm engaged. I'm not going to compliment it on it. You know, she's, she's, she's strong down there. I'm single. Vanessa's got some hot damn legs. I'll tell you that right <laughs> Let's now. Let's just hope her boyfriend doesn't listen to that. Yeah, or her or anyone listens to nah, this because that would be embarrassing. And I know, thinking about it, because Easton, you're sitting right next to us as well. I'm not going to say you're not a, you know, a masculine man, but I think you're in the <laughs> same group as us. We're we're just uh, self aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You got, yeah, <laughs> you're dealt right. a hand when you're born, and you got to either play that hand or pretend you have something else. And we're just playing the hand we're dealt. Right. We're just playing it. the hand that we're dealt. Well, we're very excited to be here at Wango Tango. Like we said, Jonas Brothers, Taylor Swift are, is performing. We're also gonna have a guest uh, oh, coming. Wait, Jared, before you talk about the guest, though, oh, I have something really important to do. Perfect. Hell, nice. I suck at dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared, an iHeartRadio podcast. But How could have we forgotten about our intro song? We were flowing pretty well without an intro song. I'm pretty proud of us. Yeah. That was really good. So tell us what we're going to have on today. Or what so we're going to have today? a guest that was uh, formerly a part on The Bachelor. So a Bachelor alum. Okay. I won't say who it is. Uh, oh, I love a, it. Tease it. It's a female. Right. Uh, she will be on the podcast in a little while. What was that sound, by the way? Oh, uh, that was my phone. I'm sorry. Uh, what are you doing? I was texting uh, Vanessa about her legs. Oh, all right. Well, that's a fair <laughs> statement. Uh, so we're excited to have her come here and talk to us about her dating life and what she's up to now. What else? Let's, before she gets here, what should we ask her? What kind of questions do you want to have for Corinne? Well, what's... You spoiled it. 
Oh, crap. Oh. Dean. All right, you spoiled last week. I spoiled this week. Now we're even. All right, that's fair. Well, we have Corinne Olympias on the podcast today. <laughs> we'll obviously talk about her dating life, what she's up to now. That, I feel like... That was a genuine mistake. I didn't mean to spoil that. I know. I'm I wonder back. if she's going back on Paradise. Yeah, you never know. You never know who's going to be on Paradise, you know? So, we're here at Wango Tango. Who are you most excited to see, Dean? I am excited. Well, I'm just happy to be here, honestly, with you. I'm always happy to be with you. Um, I've heard there's new kids on the blocker here. No. Uh, oh, God. Here we go. Yeah, keep going. Backstreet Boys. In sync. In sync is reunion. Jonas you know, Brothers are here. Yeah. Jonas uh, Brothers are here. Yes. Do you know a Jonas Brothers song? Are you a Jonas Brothers guy? I honestly couldn't name a single one of their songs. Have you heard I, Sucker? That's my, a pretty popular one right now. Here's my thing. I know all the names. Okay. I could recognize the names. I don't know any of the songs. I probably don't know many lyrics. I'm not big into the top 40. Um, which I know I okay, am I allowed to say that on the podcast because iHeart's like all top forty, you know. Um, You're just a little different. There's nothing wrong with that. I love like alternative folk music and mm-hmm. like that type of stuff. I don't know. No, I'm down. I I like that kind of stuff too. Do you know who Greg Laswell is? No, but I should should I look him up? Great artist. Yeah, okay. love him a lot. Anyway, um, so Ashley is obsessed with the Jonas Brothers to the point where she brought her she brought her sister Lauren and her friend Lizzie here as well, and here today. Here today. Okay. And they've been apparently Jonas Brothers fans for like 10 to 12 years. I have to constantly hear about these three guys to a point where they even said, I heard this one time, that this is the first time they're bringing a significant other to a Jonas Brothers concert and they feel awkward about it. Because their level of obsession is so high? Yes. Because apparently Ashley's Ashley's told me this. She said that she always envisioned that she was going to marry Joe Jonas. And that was just going to happen for her one day. As she's aiming for shooting for the stars, literally. I know. And then she settled for me, the poor woman. Would, she, would you say that that's her hall pass? Is Joe Jonas? She has no hall passes. <laughs> I don't have a hall pass. What do you mean? Tom Brady's your hall pass, I thought. No. What about... Uh, unless ooh. unless a, a hall pass with Tom Brady is like getting dinner and playing football. What about Giselle? No, I'm not a big... I mean, she's beautiful, okay, obviously. Okay. What, if just, what if Tom Brady approaches you and says, Jared... My marriage has been in a rut lately. I know you're a big fan. My wife loves you, and I need you to, you know, take her out, show her a good time. And and what would you say? Because he's like, look, this will motivate me to win another Super Bowl for you and for Ashley. What do you say? Another Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, I would talk to Ashley and have a serious conversation and say, babe, a seventh Super Bowl is on the line right now. I must do what Tom Brady has told oh, me to man. do. Twist my arm. Twist my arm, I why don't you? Do it. I guess, well, I used to be... Uh, my celebrity crush used, crush used to be uh, Rachel McAdams. She was oh, yeah. definitely from oh, yeah. uh, Notebook or oh, from yeah. uh, Wedding Crashers. Which one? Uh, I love her both, but that's why she's so beautiful. Because Wedding Crashers, she's she's very pale in that movie mm-hmm. with dark hair, and she's stunning. And then in Wedding Crashers, she's she yeah she has red hair there, and she's beautiful. My favorite movie of hers is Red Eye. That's where I think she looks her best. I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, 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 Easton yeah, perked up right there. I think like, Killian Murphy is the villain on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah, great. He's yeah, fantastic. Scarecrow. Great movie. It's directed by R.I.P. Um, um, director of Scream. Oh my God. West West Craven. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rachel McAdams is also in Doctor Strange. I'd like to point that out. Oh, that she is. Movie, yeah. So, Dean, you're not in a relationship, but who's who's your celebrity crush? I feel like we talk about this at least once a month, and it, I don't know. I think I think okay. Ashley I maybe. If she was oh single. my God! If here we single. go. You know, know. (laughs) Dean's just always making things awkward, isn't he? My celebrity crush, uh, like, if I go by who I follow on Instagram, it's uh, Sloan from Entourage. I've always followed her, always had a big crush on her. So I actually just went to Goal on 3rd, which is owned by Kevin Kevin Conley. Yep. Uh, I saw him there. We were just looking at his name up the other day. Yeah, yeah, like last time we did the show. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if it's on the air. Because Kevin Conley's good friends with like Wahlberg or something. Yeah. Well, he's friends with DiCaprio. That's what it was. And he owns the bar. Uh, so it's called Goal on Third. It's a sports bar. I went to go see the Bruins. And Emmanuel not see the Bruins. Watch the Bruins there. Shikri was there. No, Kevin was there. Oh. I, well, I don't care about Kevin. I care about Sloan. Oh well, she wasn't there unfortunately. That's my celebrity crush. That was the that was a long explanation of who my celebrity crush would be. Oh okay, I don't even know what she looks like. But then also Gal Gadot is really uh, beautiful. Oh. Yeah, well, Wonder Woman. Um, Brenda Song, Constance Wu. Even though I've heard she's not the nicest person in the world. So if you go to Paradise, you're going to tell the producers when they ask, "Hey, who do you want to see down here?" You're going to say, "I want to see Wonder Woman." In a hypothetical world where I went to Paradise, hypothetical. This is all hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's help I suck at dating. Hypothetically, we suck at dating. Yeah, you're getting engaged. You're getting married next month. In a couple months. A couple months. Uh, but uh, I mean, uh, technically, I could still suck at dating. That's true. You just have to ask Ashley whether I suck or not, and whether she's making a sacrifice. We should actually have an episode of Ashley on at some point. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be interesting to hear her point of view of what it's like dating me. But I want her, I want me and her in a room, just us two, 20 minutes, and then she leaves, you come in 20 minutes. And I'm going to ask you guys the same questions. It's going to be like a love Ooh, game. I like it. And then the, so I don't like that. 20 minutes with Ashley, 20 minutes with you, and then 20 minutes, all three of us together. Well, I'm we just got to make sure our story's straight before we do that. I'm That's all. I'm, no, we're going to spring it on you. Surprise. I'm going to start formulating this. Easton, you're going to be my accomplice, and we're going to make this happen. It would make for a very compelling podcast. Yeah. I will say that. I, I, I think we're very open with each other, and we talk a lot. So I don't know if there would be a lot of things that we're on different wavelengths a lot, uh, about. Because like, anything that bothers her about me, she lets me know immediately. Mm. And then things that bother me about her, I don't really talk about. But honestly, a lot of the things don't bother me. Oh, very nice photo op. A lot of things don't bother me. It's more so um, because anything that bothers me, I try to uh, rationalize in my head why it's bothering me. It shouldn't be bothering me. Yeah, exactly. I I feel like it's more of a a detriment on me Mm -hmm. than on her. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It's more of a reflection on your inability to understand why it's bothering you than her ability to change what she's doing. Exactly. Yes. And I agree. I've I've shared that sentiment in the past as well. Yeah. I saw her Instagram story the other day where she was like coming home from the concert or something and she was like creeping on you through the window and you were like, oh, yeah, that was was pretty funny. It was last night. Oh, that was last night. Yeah, it was last night. And I was doing the dishes by myself. Uh, and, and apparently she, like, she thought it was like the cutest thing over you. oh my god look he's drawing the plate now he's if, the cutest most perfect man in the world if that's not a microcosm of like who i am deep down in my soul just doing dishes by myself no, at 10 you, o'clock on a friday night you know what you <laughs> did it right because you are marrying a woman that can appreciate the small things like you doing the dishes without her being there i think that's a big thing yeah well i think ashley and i compliment each other very well you guys give good compliments for each other all the time. I love whenever you say Ashley and I. Ashley and I, because it sounds like Ashley I. Yeah, and that's like obviously. Ashley and I. I really should be the one changing my last name. Jared I. Kennedy. Jared I. Kennedy. Yeah. How often do pe- people ask every day, is she going to be Ashley H? Is that right? No. Oh, well, no? she's going to be Ashley Haben, which is really weird. Mm. The fact that she's going to be a Haben. That's it. Like the Ashley you know, Ashley I. It's going to be is Ashley she, Haben. Is she gonna, so she's going to keep. No, she's not going to hyphenate it. She's but she's going to stay I don't, as Ashley of right now. Kennedy on like her her brand is still going to say Ashley. Her I. brand's going to be like Ashley I. Yeah. But technically speaking, her name will be Ashley Nicole Haven. Huh. Which is weird to think about. Yeah. Cuz I feel bad cuz Ashley and Lauren are the last two Iconettis. Right. So the poor Iconetti name. I'll marry Lauren and we'll just take Lauren's last name. So no no more Unglert? 
I'm down to get rid of Ungler. It sounds like a weird last name anyway. Ungler? What is that? I think it's I German. German. Yeah. But here's the thing with Ungler. I've never loved the last name because it does sound like you're gagging every time you say it. Like Unglert, you know? Unglert. Unglert. I the, like the last the name. The nice thing is it's very uh, uncommon. Okay. And so like I'm the only Dean Ungler in the world, if I remember correctly. You know? That's a pretty cool thing to be able to say. If I were to become Dean Iaconetti, I probably would still be the only one. But <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> but similar to how people know Ashley is Ashley Iaconetti. Dean Unglert is like, oh, you're the only Dean Unglert. You know what I mean? Yeah, but people only know you as Deanie Babies. That's a good point. So, so that's like your brand name right my there. last name to Babies. Yes. Yeah. That's Pretty much. Good. That's exploring the idea. Maybe that's why I suck at dating. Why do you think you suck at dating? What's I the number, re- no, number one reason why you think you suck at dating? Because I self-brand myself as a baby. I mean, that's up there. I'll say that. Yeah. And your license plate. Is your license plate and still Deanie Babies? Yes, it is. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. I've got Dini Baby license plate. Baby Dini Baby is my motorcycle license plate, and Vanny Baby is my van's license plate. Are you serious, Vanny Baby? Yes, sir. How's the van life going? It's great. I'm a week into van life. I have appointments to get my solar panels installed. My roof rack's getting installed next week. Has anybody slept over in the van yet? No. All right, just asking. Just me. Have you invited anybody back to the van? No, I just feel like I'm going out to the bars and then be like, I'm hey, just what's curious. Up? No, it's I appreciate a, the curiosity. I think that's what people are most interested in. I mean, obviously, your ex, you know, your adventures in a van, but also the idea of like, say, you meet someone and you're like, "Hey, if I don't, if I live in the van for a year and I bring zero people back to my van to sleep the, to stay the night with me, I will be perfectly happy with that." As you well should, because I think this is more of a self discovery, right? Part of your life, would you say that? That's not really self. Yeah, I mean, surely everything I guess we can do is we can say is self discovery. It's mostly just like, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I think I talked about this last week. Like I have to, I was at the bar actually last week with my friends. We went golfing and then we went to the bars afterwards and we were like, they were like dancing with girls and like talking to girls. And I was sitting in the corner. I was like, I really don't want to be here. I have no interest in like meeting girls and like hitting on girls or anything like that. Um, Are you, why is that? I don't know. It's just like, it's just, I've lost all interest in it. You know what I mean? Do I you think, think it's a, you're over it kind of, or is it more just the, the, where you are right now? You just, I think part of it is invested. the fact that I know that it's so impermanent of me being in this area. So it's like, Oh, if I'm gone for the next nine months, Recording my podcast, obviously, every week. And obviously, guys, we're not losing Dean, I um, promise. That's like, what's the point? You know, I don't want to waste anyone else's time. I definitely don't want to waste my own time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And so you just plan on... Because I think that is an interesting part of the van life is you, you, you do have roots here in Los Angeles with the podcast and other avenues of work, but you're also going to be traveling so much. So have you kind of started mapping out exactly where you want to go and what you want to do with your van? Uh, yeah, I have. Where's your first stop? Um, I'm going to drive it up the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Yeah. Check out like Seattle up there. Mm-hmm. All the way. Are you going to go to Canada? All the way. What do you mean all the way? All like the way to, to the Canada. tip of North America? All the way, straight through the Yukon territories. All the way. <laughs> See ya. I'm going to go find some polar bears. Um, yeah, I'm going to go up there and then I'm going to come down into like the Rockies and explore the Rockies for a little bit and then go to Central America and South America, depending on my ability to record a podcast Obviously. on the road. I think it'll be easy. All I have to do is get a mic. Vanessa does it for Montreal. Montreal and like the Rocky Mountains are basically equal in terms of Wi-Fi capabilities. I'm sure the van has great sound quality. It does. I've soundproofed. I literally built a recording studio in my van for the sole purpose of recording my podcast. Wow. Yeah. It's quite That's impressive. Awesome. This yeah. must be one big-ass van. It's big. Oh, it it's is a pretty big decent. Van. It's a, oh. So it's just me, Jared, and me in the studio every week? And Mark. And Mark. Well, and Mark. And... So yeah. me and Easton. Yeah. <laughs> no, Marco, the three of us. Yeah, it'd be fun. You know, I think it'd this be is good times. This is really going to work. I'm yeah. pretty confident in our ability to make this work. 
I agree. Right. So when you're driving up the Pacific Coast, actually, sorry to interrupt you. No go. Um, I might drive it out to your wedding. I think did I message you? You did say that. Yeah. Now you're driving cross country. I mean, that's. Do you like being in a car? Because for me, I don't think I would be able to do this because I hate being in a car. I, mean, I get I get car sick unless I'm driving, but mm-hmm. I also don't like driving for more than probably four hours. Four right. hours, and then I start getting a little anxious. Right, but so my friend is moving to Boston, and she's like, yeah, I'm moving back. Like, Let's road trip across the U.S., and you can just bring me to Boston. And at first, I was like, nah, that sounds lame. And then I realized, I was like, well, I mean, I kind of bought the van to see all of America anyway, so mm-hmm. I might as well drive it east and see all those states over there. Um, but it's not like you're in a car for 35 hours because it's basically your house, you know? So it's like if you want to stop and play a video game for an hour, you can do that. You want to lo- like watch Netflix, you can do that in the, in the comfort of your own house, essentially, you know? Did we ever ask where the initial thought of you living in van came from? I like what really sparked it? Maybe when I saw Free Solo and Alex Honnold just really just crushed it. I was like, you know what? I should probably do that. Did you see a movie, Into the Wild? Um, yeah. It's been a while. Been I, I a just while. feel like that would inspire you too. I, I almost well, destroyed my driver's license after that movie. Hmm. Same. Yeah. It's a story. Uh, Chris McCandless, I think his name is. Yeah, it's. It was a book. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I read yeah. the book in high school. I, pre- I read quote unquote yeah, 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 the book yeah. in high school. What was those notes? What spark was that? Notes. Spark notes. Uh-huh. Were you a big spark note guy? I was just a big like, hey, let me borrow your paper and make my own out of it. You know what I mean? Did you cheat through high school? Oh yeah, big time <laughs> for sure. College too. Really? Were you a good student? No. My my high school GPA was maybe like a three point two. My college GPA was like a two point five. That's not wow. terrible. It took me five years to graduate. Three point two. That's not bad. I mean, high school. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. I guess. It's just, what was yours? That's like a B. Uh, probably right around there. I just was. Never, I was never that great of a student either. I, I never applied myself. I was like, oh, I don't need to do homework or study. I'll just take the test and be okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You seem like the guy who's actually smart and could have been a great student, but just never applied yourself. The application is really what, what I struggle with. Yeah. But thanks. I think. Well, we should obviously always talk about Sugar Bear Hair because Sugar Bear Hair is the reason why we're here at Wango Tango being able to record a live Help I Suck at Dating podcast. And Dean has just amazing hair. I'm just trying to catch up to him. Uh, But if you used to have amazing hair and you might feel a little insecure about it, uh, maybe it doesn't look as healthy anymore, you just have to ask yourself what happened and you have to realize that healthier hair starts on the inside. And if you want your beautiful hair back, all you ha- simply have to do is give it what it craves. And what your hair craves is sugar bear, bear hair, the gummy vitamins. Now they take care of your hair. And if you're not getting enough sleep, then you'll love sugar bear sleep. Delicious berry flavored sugar bear sleep gummies are getting rave reviews. We're talking fall asleep faster, best sleep ever type rave reviews. I especially love that they have vegan and vegetarian gummies, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the sleep ones and the women's multi are vegan and then the hair vitamins are vegetarian. I think that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Now, Sugar Bear Hair, if you want longer, stronger, healthier hair, you got to get Sugar Bear Hair gummies right now. And if you want a better night's rest, go get yourself some Sugar Bear Sleep to fall asleep faster and, of course, sleep better. Now, you can order both at SugarBearHair.com slash help. SugarBearHair.com slash H-E-L-P. One more time, that's SugarBearHair.com slash help to get your Sugar Bear hair for longer, stronger, healthier hair and the Sugar Bear sleep to make sure that you get a better night's rest. Sugar Bear hair. SugarBearHair.com slash help. Thanks, Easton. You're welcome. That was great. Thanks. Uh, why don't we do some emails? We got a couple emails. 
Dean's I, favorite part of the podcast. I love emails. You guys. Love emails. How much do you love emails, Dean? It's just great because it's like, you know, we're in a podcast studio. We're recording a podcast live from Mango Tango. Thank you, Sugar Bear Hair, for letting us be here. But we're just so isolated here. And an email allows us to reach out and almost physically touch the listeners and listen to their stories and then respond to them and almost have a conversation with them. And that's why I love email so much because it just makes it so much more personal. It does make it more personal. And my favorite emails come from one person and their person this person's name is anonymous because i just feel like anonymous really opens up because they're anonymous and nobody knows who they are now this email is titled no closure my girlfriend dumped me in january randomly on the phone and we haven't spoken since giving me no closure although i feel like a lot of me has moved on i still think about her quite a bit and definitely miss her recently my friend stumbled upon her on bumble which surprised me as she is not into hookups at all lastly i saw her edit a picture of us on her vsco changing the caption to miss you Mm. This has just made the idea of closure impossible and has me asking so many more questions. Do I reach out at all or do I just move on? It has been a while and also I feel like I was not very respected in the relationship, but somehow I still miss her. Mm. Dean, what are your thoughts on Anonymous? I think that the fact that he is checking her... It's Visco, by the way, not VSCO. I don't know. What is that? Visco? What I is st- that? I still don't really know exactly, but it's... It's like a, it's like a photo sharing site. You can put fun filters Like Imgur? Uh, kind of like him, but more girly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has it been around for a while? Yeah. Okay. Well, whoops. I think <laughs> that he obviously is still hung up on her. If he's even just going back and checking her pictures for captions, and he noticed a change of in one of them to miss you, I mean, he's obviously still clinging on to the past. I would just take the take 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 the blow. You know, you haven't talked to her, and it's what it's June now. That's four months, five months. I think you just need to forget about it. Allow yourself to heal and move on and allow her to heal and move on. <laughs> Stop trying to like keep tabs on her. I know it's challenging and it's easy to say, but harder to do. But I think that if especially if you didn't feel respected in the relationship, like I couldn't imagine going back to a relationship that I felt disrespected in, you know, I guess I'm con- c- uh, confused about he saw her edit a picture of us and change the caption to miss you. So on her this visco visco on her visco there's a picture of them the too. two of them saying miss you so the, but they haven't it, spoken since she broke up with him that's the confusing thing yeah it's really confusing or maybe she's just doing that to make another boy jealous Oof. i mean if she is then she's also, the devil <laughs> also also those like passive aggressive it's the wrong term but it, it's got the same meaning to it where it's like why are you doing that to convey any are you doing it for self-healing are you doing it to prove a point to someone else are you doing it because you hope that this guy notices like what is the purpose of it it's like subtweeting you know or it's like posting moody captions and stuff like that it's just like what's the point of it it's it's attention seeking in my opinion it it 100 is it's so vague and ambiguous it doesn't get anywhere all it leads to is more confusion i personally don't think that he should be interested in a girl that thinks those methods are appropriate to communicate i'm curious how old she is or how old i'm they gonna say are. 19 yeah i definitely because it sounds like something a 19 year old would do yeah like change the caption to a person that they broke up with and saying miss you because it's it's kind of like fishing for compliments mm-hmm. you know how you'll say something that you feel insecure about because you're really just vocalizing it because you want somebody to say no, no you no, look no, great no. you're fine it's similar to that where she wants you she what she wants anonymous is she wants you to still be in love with her but she doesn't want to be with you 
She just wants the no, but she's not even. She said that she doesn't talk, to, or he said that he, she hasn't talked to her since January. Yeah, but sometimes you put things online to kind of suggest certain things, and it's obvious that she knew that he was going to look on her profile, see the picture of them, and see that the caption had changed to "miss you." I suppose I just know that I've been nineteen and heartbroken, and in this exact same situation, and it's easy for someone to be like, "Oh yeah, move on," like I'm telling him to do now, and I think you are as well. But in reality, it's a lot more challenging. All you can really do is just kind of, st- I would say, just stay busy. Buy a van. Maybe start renovating it. Just take off. <laughs> yeah. Go to college. That's my advice. Go to college. Go to school. No, do something. Quit college and just live the vagabond life. Man. No, I agree. I feel like some people give advice saying that you should face it uh, head on. Uh-huh. But I agree with you. I think sometimes distraction is the best medicine. Because when I get distracted, then I get busy, and then I start thinking about other things, uh-huh. and then I do believe that time does heal all wounds. And so after a couple months of being distracted and so busy, I already feel better about the situation because I feel distant from it. I don't know. I guess that's not obviously – that shouldn't be advice for every situation because some situations you do need to handle straight on. But I think in this, I agree with you. I think – Four months. Just like distract yourself. Try to get yourself eat, away from the situation. Eat some Don't sugar look at profile. Hair, get some beautiful long locks. Looking at someone, looking at your ex girlfriend's profile online is like the digital uh, driving by their house. Yeah. You know how, like, boy, you know, you in like 20 years ago, you want it sometimes, like, you drive by an ex's house to see if their car was in the driveway or just mm-hmm. like see where they used to live or where you guys used to hang out. Yeah, I mean, 20 years ago, I was, I was eight years old. So I wasn't I'm not saying you, that, but, but you've heard stories or watched movies where I they do the drive by. Easton, thank I you. Did that. I would check their MySpace and then I'd get in my car and drive by their house. I'm not well, that you meant you, you double dipped in that one. I not did. only did I, you do the online drive by, but then you physically got in your car and drove by their house. That's right. And uh, I did quite impressive. Anything interesting. <laughs> and then just saw their car the there and was like, all right, cool. I'm glad I did that. All as well. <laughs> all as well. Yeah. She's home. I don't know. And then like if she wasn't home, what would you have done? I, I don't know. Probably assume that she was doing something. Like, yeah. Something horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I've been there before, too. Yeah. Come on. We've all done that. All right, Dean, I have a question for you. We have a question from the Facebook group. Help I Suck at Dating. If you guys do not jo- have not joined the Facebook group yet, please join it. Help I Suck at Dating, Facebook group, podcast group, whatever it's called. And then also follow us on Instagram, Help I Suck at Dating. Dean runs that Instagram, which is why he just posted a selfie of himself the last, <laughs> last time. I know. I need to actually do a better job of like managing that profile. Well, yeah, but that's okay. Um, so this comes from the Facebook group. And the reason I want to ask is, Dean, you're single. You're out there. You know, you're in the dating world. I was in the dating world until about a year and a half ago. So one of our Facebook uh, members asked, he needs help sliding into someone's DMs. Mm. How do you even approach that? What's something you should be saying? How do you slide into someone's DMs without it coming off creepy and to try to provoke a response? You want to know who would love to answer this question? Easton. Nick Viall. Oh, well, Nick would be all over it. Nick knows what he's doing. Unprovoked, he'll bring up all the time his his sliding game, his response rate. He uh, he he has this great method, and I have to give him credit for it because it, I'm sure it's effective. Well, what's his method? He says you find the girl that you want to DM. You go back maybe a month or two in pictures, find something like a picture of her with a dog, and like DM her the picture a of dog, herself huh? of yeah, the dog. Look for the dog and be like, "That's a cute dog." what's its name or like something dumb like that, you know? And that way it like in, uh, initiates a conversation instead of like, Hey, what's up? Why a month back? I'm just, 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 I don't know. It's a blanket term. I don't know. Generally speaking, just go back into the pictures. 
Well, the only reason I'm asking why a month back, because I wonder if it was intentional to look back on their profile so they know that you were looking, looking through. through it. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the, the take on it. Is so. what you do. You go back to the very first picture they ever posted. Yeah. And, and just s- comment. Comment, <laughs> like it, then send it to them and say, what a great way to start. What a, that's actually pretty funny. I like it. Actually, that's, yeah, that's really good. I'm going to go back to both of your guys' first Instagram posts and see what we got here. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible, probably. And see how these started. <laughs> oh, I would go back to yours, but do you, how many pictures have you posted? I posted a lot. Let's see. Let's look at Dean. Actually, but to answer the question, I actually do really like... I, Easton, I actually think that's really funny. I don't know if it should be used. <laughs> I don't think anyone should do that. But. I like it. I think it's I good. like it, too. Um, do you think it comes off creepy? I mean, if it does, she's not the right one for you. Yeah, yeah you I know? guess, right? It's true. But but because we're using your method and then she's not the right one for you, but it's me that's saying it. You know well, what I'm saying? I mean, now you're going to get in the weeds on this. I mean. <laughs> All right, Easton, I'm going to give you, I'm going to ask you a question right now. Jared, do you still, oh, sorry. Who do you think has, most, has posted more pictures on Instagram of all time? Me or Dean? Me. You I, said you majors right after you went on the show. I did. I'm going to say Dean. You're going to say Dean? Yeah. According to the top of Instagram, Deeny Babies has posted 413 posts. Mm. According to Instagram, Jared Haben has 518 wow. posts. That's crazy. Wow. Your Instagram. Is- how how's that? How how have you only posted 413 times? You when want- did you create your Instagram? In like 2011. Wow. I'm assuming you just never posted. Do you archive a bunch of stuff? No, I don't. Although I did recently go and back and archive all my pictures with my exes. Oh, I was like, what does archive mean? Just like you delete them, but like you can always them. put them back if you want. Like you hide them so why them. didn't you completely delete your, the pictures with your ex? You know, what if we get back together? All right, that's no, fair. As long as I don't, I don't know. know, why would I do a permanent delete? When well, I it's kind of like a, the forgetting Sarah Marshall moment, yeah. right? Where he's like going to delete all the pictures of Sarah Marshall, and then he's and then Bill Hader's like, "Hey, you actually didn't delete them." You, you and he's like, "Well, just in case, I want to save them." And then Hader. <laughs> and the reason, uh, back to your original point, the reason that you have so many more posts than me is because. I think ever since you and Ashley became a couple, you post a picture with each other every single day. Every single lo- day. Hold on. That's such a blanket uh, wrong statement. Uh, just Let saying, me look at this. I'm scrolling every three, three out of every four pictures is you and Ashley, which is great. Well, I don't she's think my anything, fiance. I agree. There's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying I don't have that. So that's why you're posting more than I am. Well, this is also like if I post a picture of myself. You post no, a lot. Wow. I'm like 50 pictures back and I'm only in august of last year you know i just uh i i look at it as uh as work sometimes you know mm. but i i think you gotta and the reason i post with ashley so much is because i'll post a picture of myself and literally nobody will care like i posted i think cool pictures of myself well why do you gotta pander like to the audience my man? dogs why don't you just post what you're interested in well i'm trying to balance the two right i want to post what i want to post but i also want posts that do well that people who follow me find interesting i think you just got to follow your heart uh, I think my heart lies in the middle of both. Corinne. Oh, hello, Hi. Corinne. Hi. Corinne. Hi, Corinne. Jared has prepared many, many questions to ask. I us. have pre- pre- prepared none, but we're just going to go right into it. Uh, Corinne Olympios, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Did you just get to Wango Tango? I sure did. Yeah? How's your experience so far? Nothing's happened, right? No, nothing's happened. I had a really long, trafficy drive here. Always fun. My driver, Jimmy, was the man. Did he talk a lot? He didn't. Oh, that's a that's a good he thing. Did not. I know. Isn't it bad that it's always horrible when you're in an Uber and they always want to talk to you? Yes, but then sometimes when I feel like talking, I'm like, talk to me. Oh, see, Please. I, I never find myself. I want to talk in an Uber. Dean, you seem like an Uber talker. 
Um, like you'll know. ask the driver where they're from, how they're doing, all that good stuff. It depends if if it's like tense when I get in and I can feel the tension. I would like usually diffuse it with a couple questions. There's tension in an Uber. Sometimes I'm sure Corinne, you've been there before, right? Like you know, you get in and you sense he's having a bad day, and you're like, okay, let's make this a little bit easier for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's let's, fair. Let's make sure that he knows that I'm a trustworthy guy. I'm not gonna like do anything sketchy back here. Although I did, okay, so I got in an Uber like two weeks ago, and we were on our way to like no vacancy or something, and it was nighttime. Um, and this was before I, I did the no drinking thing. And I cracked a beer in the back and the Uber driver goes, oh, I hope you're not drinking a beer back there because like it's against the rules or whatever. And I was like, I was like, it's, Shit, a, it's I against the cr- law, not just the I, rules, the rules of the government. Same <laughs> thing. And I was like, crap, I just cracked this beer and I lied to her. I was like, oh, it's just a soda. Haha. And then I was getting out and I was like, hey, listen, I'm so sorry. I lied to you earlier. I actually cracked a beer. I didn't drink any of it, but I just had to tell you the truth before I got out of here. That was one of the that was like my sketchiest Uber interaction I've ever had in my life. You're a big rebel. Yeah. Um, well, Corinne, thank you for joining us once again. So, Corinne, yeah, you were obviously on Nick Viol's season of The Bachelor, one of our dear friends, uh, and then you were on Bachelor in Paradise. So that's where everybody knows you from. But where what are you up to now? I am kind of all over the place right now. I'm uh, developing some stuff with some studios mm-hmm. and my book. I'm still working on it. I'm getting into music soon. And getting into music? Yeah. How so? Um, I have a voice. This time you next have a voice. year. That I've hidden my whole life. Do this, you want to give us a little sample no, right no, now? No, absolutely okay, not. That's, not that's what I'm up, still Jared. working on. That's what I'm still working on. This time I'm, next I'm year, like, you're going to be performing at Wango. <sighs> you know what? That's going to be my, my goal for I this I can love it. Now, have you always been a singer, or is this a new revelation over the past few years? Um, I've always really loved singing, mm-hmm. like a lot. I'm like really good in the shower and like really good in my car. So Who's your one. favorite artist to sing? Like, do you have a song that you're like, oh, God, this is my go-to right here? I am so good at singing Justin Bieber. I like pitch match him. I don't know what the tone is. I mean, the word is, but like, I'm like really good at like matching. You're like, right. you're like Nick Cannon from Drumline. You can't read music, but you can knock it out of the park if you hear someone do it first, right? Ex- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. Oh, that's very interesting. And you're writing a book as well. Yes. What are you writing about? Your experience on okay. the show, yourself? So for I changed it already three times because I just like like not exactly like happy with it Mm -hmm. yet and it's just been like so long I'm kind of just getting exhausted of it and like I I just like needed to take a break from it because I was like no I can't like be doing a project that I'm getting exhausted of like that's terrible so I like put it to the side for a few now I'm back writing it again with my ghostwriter and it's coming along really great it is gonna be kind of like a self-help slash biography autobiography Mm mm-hmm so Nice. A self-help slash autobiography. Well, if you've had that's three exciting. ideas, that's three separate books. I sense a trilogy coming, perhaps. The Corinne yeah. Olympios trilogy. Yep. It's coming, guys. I really like that. Uh, so this is also a relationship podcast. It's called okay. Help, I Suck at Dating. Yeah, so the question for you. Oh, exactly. Exactly. oh, man. Well, I have a boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> okay, nice. yeah. I knew that, applause. actually. I've seen you see, uh, you yeah. posted about him, right? Yeah, I always post about yeah, him. Yeah, that's true. So John. what's his name? What's his social security John. number? All that good stuff. His name is John. How'd you guys meet? So actually, I he lives in New York. I live in LA. And I was home in Miami for like music week. And my friend from high school was like, okay, you have to go out with my friends. Like they're going out tonight. I'm not. But like just like here's this kid's number. Like just hit him up. He'll take you out. Like whatever. I'm like, okay. 
And so I like FaceTimed him and I was like, hi, like I'm Corinne, I'm coming out tonight. He's like, cool, like whatever. Really cool guy. I like hung the phone and like me, I was with my sister and my, me and my sister were like, you're going to date him. She was like, you're going to date him. I was like, yeah, I'm going to date him. And so we just dated after that. And how long has it been? Ew, I said that story really lame. <laughs> oh, that was great. I swear it actually wasn't that lame. But like It sounds pretty normal. Yeah, right? I like think it sounds pretty great. Lame. It was cool. It sounds it cute. Cool. It yeah. sounds like you were excited to meet him and you guys met and you hit it off and sure enough, you're still together. And then how long has it been? It's been over a year already. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. So are we thinking this could be uh the one? I think so. Wow, that's very exciting. You know, once you once you hit a year is really when you have a good. I would imagine I've never hit a year with dating anyone, (laughs) but I would imagine that would be the threshold of like, okay, I can actually see me spending the rest of my life with this person. Yeah, yeah. A year is a good gauge to know which way this relationship is going. Yes. Yeah. It was. It's just like I don't know. It's like a little bit. Um, how do I phrase this? We haven't lived together yet, Mm. and that's a a big step. Did you guys live together? No, well, we started living together once we got engaged. So we've been living together okay. for about a year now. So you waited until you got engaged. See, John's like, yeah. I don't want to get engaged until like we live together for like a little bit. Like, just I think to make I'd be sure. the same way. No, and, like, that's fair. The only and reason I also it wor- live across the country. It's mm-hmm. not like we, we live in the same city and we don't live together. Like, I live really far away. Yeah, so you guys have been doing long distance for a year now? Yeah. Wow. So but how does I mean, that I'm work? like nuts. So like I went there every weekend for a while. Oh, and, wow. And like my team was kind of just like, okay, like you, you can't do that. Does he come here at all? No, he came here like three times. Oh, okay. But like he he works, like I don't. I'm uh-huh. like a floater, you know, so it's easy. Well, you work, it's just a different type of work. Yes, right? exactly. Um, Thank you. Of course, no, it's true. Uh, so do you guys, do you try to see like each other once a month? Is that kind of like? No, I, I, no, like three times a month. Oh, that's really good. A buddy of mine was doing long distance for a whole year and it was every month they would switch off. Well, that's a good, that's a good for the listeners, Corinne. Can you give advice to someone that might be in a long distance relationship that you've learned that you could help them with? That would be able to help them in their relationship, I guess. Honestly, being in a long distance relationship, like you have to be on your communication. Like from the start, like it was almost weird. Like I never had this kind of communication with like anyone I've ever dated. Um, He would answer every single phone call. Hmm. And I was just like, what a guy. Sounds exhausting. No, like literally, but I wouldn't call him (laughs) excessively. Just like anytime I called, he would answer. And it was just like, like, texting like check-ins and like it was just nice yeah like, no game never, playing yeah like why the game playing like never was into that oh nobody is but somehow it I still know, happens all but the time like, guys you gotta cut it out like that was so 2016 like get over it is he older no he's actually my age ew weird i hate that i always said i would never date a guy that was my age how old are you actually a secret he's like a few months younger than me <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> And like, I just like, I hate that actually. Why? So Who much. cares? Yeah. I don't know. I just like, I feel like I need like, like a protector, like a man. I'm younger you know? than Ashley. Are you? Yeah, no, by a few not. months. Yeah, she's uh, March. Uh, I'm November. We're the same age, but she's. Uh, oh, same. She was born same. about six, seven months before me. Yeah, same Z's. You're getting I'm 27. He's 26, turning 27. Oh, okay. coming up. Yeah, and I'm turning 28. Up. Oh my When's God. your birthday? You guys are getting engaged. 11, I'm calling 11. it now. 11, 11. Oh, okay, I'm 11, 15. Are you a Scorpio? Yes, I am. Obviously the best. Um, so we're obviously at Wango Tango. Thank you to Sugar Bear Hair for putting this on for us. But who are you excited to see tonight? We got Jonas Brothers. We have Taylor Swift. All the people. All the peeps? All the people. All the peeps? All the peeps. Are you, are you a Joe, Jonas Brothers uh, super I'm fan? I'm a Nick. You're Nick. I'm a Nick. So that's your favorite. Ashley's is Joe. Really? Yeah. Which, which one's married it's to Priyanka? Oh. 
Uh, Nick is. No. Nick's Bianca. Joe is Bianca. No, Joe no, is Sophie, Sophie Turner, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. See, Easton knows what's up. I don't know. And then Kevin, I think. What is, do you think of that couple, Sophie and Joe? Uh, I don't know much about it. That is so. I think she could be dating some, like, honestly, like Jonas Brothers, you guys are G's, but she could be dating a G. So I think that's a great conversation for you to have with Ashley because Corinne will also be on the almost famous iHeartRadio podcast which is also recording live from Wango Tango. And I think that's a great conversation you should have with Ashley because I guarantee you my fiance will have many thoughts on that. Isn't Jonas like the pinnacle of stardom in today's world or no? I don't think so. I think the pinnacle of stardom in today's world, that's actually a great question. Besides the help I suck at dating co-hosts. I would say right now, Bradley Cooper. Eh, or Keanu Reeves. That's wrong. You're just you just what? silly. On that note, we got to wrap up this week's I episode think that's of Help I Suck at Dating. Big thank you to Sugar Bear Hair for longer, stronger, healthier hair. Be sure to check out Sugar Bear Hair. Uh, Sugar Bear Sleep to help fall asleep faster and sleep better. You can order both of those at sugarbearhair.com slash help. That's sugarbearhair.com slash H-E-L-P. Big thank you to Corinne, of course, for stopping by and saying hi. Thanks. Um, and Jared and Easton, of course, for being here on a Saturday. Thank you, Dean. On a Saturday. I was waiting for, I was waiting for that. You're so welcome. You, you guys are so welcome. Um, thank you to Wango Tango. We're excited to go catch some shows. And then one last time, big thank you to Sugar Bear Hair. Be sure to tune in in a couple days. We're still going to have a Tuesday episode this week, so we'll, see, we'll, we'll talk to you then. Yeah, it's Saturday, so hopefully on Monday we all we'll suck, suck a, a little, little less. less. Yeah, Follow Help by Suck It Dating with Great Dean, stuff. Vanessa, Sweet. and Jared Woo! on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you.